Today, I'm going to talk about my experience taking an ice bath and how it helped me close a $3.6 million deal, the largest sales transaction of my entire sales career. Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. Now I know what you're thinking. There's no way taking an ice bath and closing a $3.6 million deal are related. Um, It must have been all about the questions I asked throughout the sales cycle or the slides I put together, or maybe my resourcefulness, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, all of those things did help me close the deal. But in order to explain how the ice bath is related to all of this, I have to take you back to the end of July, 2022. We had just wrapped the second quarter of the year at Salesforce, and it was the first time I ever missed my quarterly quota during my sales career. And for me, that was really hard. I started doubting myself. I started wondering if I even belonged and really like I started suffering from an identity crisis. I had put so much time and money behind getting better at the art of sales and for what? I I prided myself on consistently being able, able to produce results and this had essentially become a part of my identity. Recession or not, that that really didn't matter to me. All I cared about was results, and I never wanted to make excuses for a lack of those results. I mean, <laughs> this podcast is called Winning Streaks, and I thought I was a winner, but for the first time in my sales career, I felt like a big fat loser. And for a while, my daily habits and routines started to reflect a losing mentality. I started waking up later, not putting in as much effort into my calls, not preparing for meetings, and got lazy with my follow-up and outreach. I started eating more sugar, working out less, distracting myself with social media, and just throwing a bunch of my personal development work out the window. I felt like a loser, and I was acting like one. But if there's anything I've learned from one of my fictional idols, Rocky, it's that it's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I started to think about it. How do I get out of this rut? And the answer was not an easy one. I worked my butt off for the first half of the year, going on multiple client trips to meet them face-to-face, which resulted in a ton of pipeline. But as Q2 came to a close, it felt like every single one of those deals started dying out one after the other. For some, you know, it was because of budget. For others, it was timing. And admittedly, some of them just weren't a good fit for our solution. After all that effort resulting in next to nothing, I was just super discouraged and I didn't know what to do. So I called up my mentor, sales and mindset coach, Ian Koniak, who's been on the podcast before. And I told him about my struggles, my lack of motivation, and even talked about exploring other opportunities. He told me something I'll I'll never forget it. He told me that I needed this. Facing the challenge, confronting the discomfort, that is where I would experience the highest level of growth. Winners experience the most growth after they lose, 
not after they win because they hate losing so much. They don't want to feel that pain again. The highest performers in any field are motivated more by the idea of not losing than the idea of winning. He also told me that if I were to explore other opportunities, only to do so if it was a genuinely great opportunity, not just because I wanted to run away from the pain I was feeling. And here's what he said that really stuck with me. And this is important to remember later on. He told me to sit in the pain. Sometimes the best thing you can do in times of pain or discomfort is to just sit in it. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to understand where that pain is coming from and why it's there. If you can sit in pain without running, then you can acclimate to it. Once you acclimate, you can start focusing on how to solve the problem instead of constantly letting the problem drag you down. He told me that if I persisted through the pain, the universe would eventually reward me for my efforts. Now, I thought that was some very sage advice, but I wasn't so great at applying it right away. I was still loosey-goosey on my habits and routines and not putting in the level of effort I knew I was capable of. Around the same time, I came across an Instagram post about this place in Toronto called Othership. Now, I'm not sponsored by this company, but I have no problem shouting them out since they have genuinely changed, changed my life. This is a place that hosts classes centered around saunas and ice baths. Now, some classes are more guided and meditative, and some are more free flow where you can use the facilities at your own pace. I'd known about these guys for a while, but something told me that now would be a good time to go. After all, I know of many world-class athletes um, and performers that preach ice baths for recovery, and cold showers was all the rage at the time. So, you know, actually, it probably still is all the rage. So I reached out to one of my friends who I thought would enjoy the experience, and we booked a free flow class free flow class. I knew it was going to be uncomfortable and I figured that's exactly what I needed. The day of the class arrived and on my way there, I just kept psyching myself up mentally. No matter what, I was going to stay in that tub. And I had two phrases going through my head the whole time leading up. Mamba mentality, keep going. Mamba mentality, keep going. I had failed so much lately that there was no way I was going to fail at this too. So once we got to the studio, we changed, uh, went through a little safety briefing, and I thought we were going to, the, to do the sauna first. I love using the sauna when I go to the gym, and I thought it would be a great way to get comfortable and warmed up before jumping into a freezing cold ice bath. But nope, uh, my friend, shout out Arian Beze, who has been a podcast guest before, he pros, proposed we start right away with the ice bath. So I'm like, okay, this isn't what I planned in my head, but you know what? I'm ready for it. After all, Mamba mentality, just keep going. Um, but we had to take shower first before we showers first before we jumped in. So I went to the shower and immediately turned on the coldest setting. I figured if I just do an ice bath like before the cold or sorry, a cold shower before the ice bath, the ice bath will be a piece of piece of cake. Of course, the shower is freezing cold, but I power through it and we start making our way to the tubs. Again, all I'm thinking is Mamba mentality, keep going, Mamba mentality, keep going. I'm saying this stuff to myself, but I'm also preparing to tell myself this uh, the whole time I'm in the ice bath. So I'm repeating this mantra, but I'm ready to say it to myself as soon as I step in. So now, you know, we're both beside our respective tubs and the instructor starts taking us through some deep breathing exercises, deep inhale with our arms up and then a deep exhale. We do this two more times and then he says, Three, two, one, deep exhale as you step into the tub and remember to focus on your breath. 
this is it. You know, this is the moment that I've prepared for. I do my deep exhale and I sit in the tub. I start saying to myself, Mamba mentality, keep. Nope, <laughs> this is too cold. This is way too cold. The pain is, it was freaking unbearable. And my legs felt like they were about to fall off. I tried to stick it through. I tried to remember my mantra, but I just couldn't take it anymore. I lifted myself out, uh, out of the tub while swearing in utter and complete disappointment. And I could barely walk and keep myself standing as I made my way over to the bench to sit down and collect myself. To top it off, I was thinking that I at least made it to the 30-second mark, even though it felt like an eternity. But when I looked at the clock, I realized I'd only been in the ice bath for less than 10 seconds. Here I am thinking, what just happened? All of my mindset work, my personal development work, the self-help books, this podcast that I host about winning and for what, just so I could buckle from a freaking ice bath. It didn't help that almost everyone else that was taking the class were still in their tubs, including my friend. For a first timer and for a first timer, he was killing it. But you know what? I firmly believed that if they could do it, I could do it. And I wasn't going to leave that day without making it to at least a minute inside the tub, which would be, you know, 10x my previous attempt. I didn't go there just to get out in 10 seconds. I went there to force myself to be uncomfortable and challenge myself in a way I never had before. So I waited a bit, let my body get back to a normal temperature, and prepared myself to go back in. Again, I started repeating the mantra, and this time I was aware of what the pain was going to feel like, so I thought I would be more ready for it. I was very, very wrong. After I stepped into the tub again, within no time that pain came back, seemingly worse than the last time, and no matter how hard I tried to keep going with my mantra, I buckled again, rose up out of my tub in disappointment, and barely made my way to the bench. My time? Again, less than 10 seconds. I waited a few minutes and tried again. I barely scraped 15 seconds. All right, now what? Well, they say that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So I decided to step away for a bit. My friend and I went to the sauna and I started thinking about what just happened. Why did I fail? What went wrong? What could I have done better? And truth be told, I didn't fully know the answer. But you know what? There was someone else who did. My friend made it to two minutes inside the tub, and I thought maybe he could give me some insight. He's been meditating for eight years, and he told me all he did was focus on his breathing. Anytime he felt pain, he used that as a signal to focus back on his breath. Yes, it was painful. It still hurt, but he accepted it, centered his mind on his breathing, and that allowed him to push through. So with this knowledge, I got myself ready to go in again. The class was almost over and I didn't have much time left, so it was basically now or never. I waited for my friend to go first and he really wanted to test himself this time to see how long he could go. I observed his breathing and his calmness as he powered through five whole minutes in the tub. And here I was just shooting for one. Regardless, one minute would be a huge win for me. Once he got out, it was my turn. This time, I was going to just focus on my breathing, no mantras or anything. Just inhaling and exhaling and allowing myself to sit in the pain, accept the pain, and make peace with the pain. I stepped in, closed my eyes, and slowed my breathing. I was taking long inhales and exhales. As the pain started to shock my system, I remembered what my friend said, 
and it helped that he was standing by me to talk me through it, encouraging me to keep going and keep breathing. The pain wasn't going away, but it was starting to feel familiar. It was starting to feel tolerable. It was hurting like crazy, but now I was accepting it instead of rejecting it. I was feeling it, but I wasn't being controlled by it. Then I heard my friend say, you're almost there. Keep going. And then he began to count down five, four, three, two, one. I stepped out slowly, calmly, and still stayed focused on my breath. But as I turned to look at the clock, I realized what had actually happened. I didn't just make it to one minute. I made it to three whole minutes. And truth be told, I probably could have stayed in there longer. That seems like a small win in the grand scheme of life. But to me, it was huge. I started off my journey at 10 seconds and persisted in the pain and discomfort with consistent effort to eventually make it to three minutes. And guess what? Now I go back there once a month to push myself to sit in that pain, persist through that pain, and I come out of there each time feeling more and more accomplished and calm. And I also challenge myself a little more each time. For example, the second time I went, I dunked my arms in the tub as well, which I didn't the first time. And then the last time I went, I dunked my whole body, including my head, under the freezing water. And it actually felt pretty damn good. So what is this, all of this, this whole ice bath experience, what does all of this have to do with closing a $3.6 million deal? Well, Ian's guidance to me was to sit in the pain. This experience quite literally made me do that. It forced me to sit in that pain. And it made me realize a few things. Number one, that no matter what was going on, nothing was going to be more painful than that ice bath. So perspective is really important. Number two, it made me realize that the gratification truly doesn't come or truly does come, excuse me, from persisting and growing as a result of the pain. So let me say that again. Number two, it made me realize that the gratification truly does come from persisting and growing as a result of the pain not just being pain-free. I felt more gratification from the fact that I went from 10 seconds to three minutes than from actually completing the ice bath. I realized that missing a quarter isn't what would make me a loser, but giving up, not trying, and allowing myself to settle into bad habits is what would. A winner who loses is still a winner. A winner who gives up is a loser. And I had allowed myself to revert back into a losing mindset and habits. But after this ice bath experience, that wasn't going to happen anymore. I straightened myself out and started leading the dashboard in activity creation and pipeline generation again. I started preparing more meticulously for my meetings and following up extremely promptly. I stopped wasting time on deals that didn't have strong foundations and I spent more time on deals that did. I started doing the things that I should have been doing really all along and I also applied all the teachings I was learning from Ian's coaching just like I did with uh, learning from Arian's advice during the ice bath. I was still hurting from being way behind on my annual quota, but I chose not to focus on that. Instead, I focused on just what was in front of me like I did during the ice bath. Before long, I started having more and more deals close. And then for one new prospect that I was working with, I started applying all of my preparation, my follow-up emails, my discovery scripts, and generally my increased level of effort since the experience. I started leveraging and involving my team when I didn't know the answers, just like I did at Othership. And I used all of the guidance and coaching I was getting from Ian. Without that uncomfortable experience, I'm not sure if I would have escaped my rut as soon as I did, 
And I know I wouldn't have started putting in the same level of effort that I did. Not to toot my own horn uh, too much, but just to drive the point, point home, my level of commitment and effort had risen to such a level that the customer sent an email to my VP after the deal closed, stating that they invested into Salesforce in large part based on the information, communication, and dedication given to them by me. So what does this mean for you? Do you have to take an ice bath just to get yourself out of a rut, close more deals, and experience some massive wins? No, you don't. Although I do highly recommend it. What I would challenge you to do is push yourself to sit in discomfort. Missing your quota isn't what's going to hurt you the most in the long run, but not even trying definitely will. Despite all the noise around you, try your best to focus and take down what's in front of you to the best of your ability. Chances are many of you feel like you're leaving some sort of effort on the table. You're frustrated that you're missing your sales targets, or perhaps you're struggling in your business, but you also know that there are things that you should be doing that you aren't. There's effort you could be applying, but you're not. When I reached out to Ian for guidance, I barely had any pipeline to go after, and I genuinely didn't see a path to hitting my quota this year. And that might be the case for many of you. But after chatting with him and going through this ice bath experience, I had fully accepted that I might not hit quota this year, and I even made peace with that idea. However, there was no way I was going to stop trying. Your journey to hitting your quota will help you grow more than achieving it ever will. Thank you for listening to another episode of Winning Streaks. I'll see you on the next one. Have an awesome day.